We're back. Hey. Everyone celebrate. Celebration. We're back. We had two weeks off. We went on vacation. But now we're back. We're back. Oh, yeah, we're back. Funky. Funky, funky music. Funky, funky. Yeah, fucky, fucky, fucky music. <laughs> You're saying fucky, not funky. I'm saying funky. No, you weren't. I'm saying fucky. You're saying fucky, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like the song, take me down to fucky town. That's not, that's not really how it goes, but, um, you know, it's, it's funk. That's what I'm saying. Don't funk with my heart. You remember that? Yeah, don't By fuck with my heart. Funk. I wonder if I take you home, would you still be in love, baby? I don't know why I sung that part because they don't say don't funk with my heart. You ever hear that song? No, 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 no. Don't funk with my heart. You and I are saying the same thing. <sighs> Let's move on. Wow. We're going to have to put explicit on this podcast now. <laughs> we never have before, but now we will. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a, a purveyor of music, and I'm trying to share that with the audience, and I guess that is rubbing some people the wrong way. But I'm happy to start the podcast because it's been oh so long, and I want to just get right wait, back wait, wait. into the What do you think the, the song called Fuck You is by uh, Gnarls Barkley? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I see, I see you dancing downtown with the boy I love, and I'm like, "Funk you." Okay. They changed. They changed the pronouns too. It's all different. Again, so I, I think we're talking. We might be talking about two different songs, but anyway, it's neither here nor there. Nor is it anime or sports. And I'm happy to talk about anime or sports because, like I was saying, I just want to slide right back into the podcast world. I'm yeah. back in my chair where I do all my podcasting. I got this mic in front of me. Uh, it feels oh so familiar. And I'm ready to just get the vibe going. Get this anime and sports vibe going on Coach Me Sensei, the sports and anime podcast where I teach Cassandra about anime. She tries to teach me about sports. I try. And I try to teach her about anime. And we're back. We are. Don't funk with us. Yeah. Don't fuck with us. Ugh. Okay. Um, so we have been gone, but it's neither here nor there, but there's a lot of stuff to cover in that time, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's get started since, uh, I would argue that the sports are more timely. Um, what are, what, tell me about, um, a big event that's happened, um, in the past two weeks. Any? Um, one of the two that we previously discussed. <laughs> I have a 50% chance yeah, of yeah, being yeah. right. I think you want me to talk about the home run derby. Sure. <laughs> Is that right? A, yeah. Swing batter. <laughs> um, the 2021 MLB home run derby happened this. Lightning round. Real quick. Name three baseball movies you can think of. Um, three baseball movies. Angels in the outfield. One. Um, the Sandlot. Two. Um, Mr. 3000. Three. Three baseball movies. Wow. I forgot about Mr. That's Bernie Mac, right? Bernie Mac. Wow. Trying to hit his 3,000th home run. Is that correct? I don't think I've ever seen Mr. 3000. Oh, well, I've seen it. I remember it being funny, but I was also really young when it came out. So it's probably not funny is what you're saying? I found a lot of stuff funny. Okay. You know, dumb me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would used to lose my 
fucking shit if someone jingled some keys in front of me. Oh my god, <laughs> I would laugh and laugh and laugh. You did like a week ago. Oh my god, it's so funny. And if someone put their hands in front of their face, forget about it. I was losing my goddamn mind. Yeah. Um. So when I was a kid, I I laughed at a lot of stuff. Is what I'm saying. No, not me. Very serious. Yeah. Yeah. What what sort of stuff did you enjoy as a child? What would you do if someone put their hands behind, in front of their face? Cry. <laughs> That's serious. <Yeah. laughs> That's my depth of emotion. I was like, where did you go? I'm alone again. Why? Born into this world alone. Leaving Going alone. Going out of it alone. <laughs> yeah, that was my childhood experience, yeah. so... Poor baby Cassandra. Yeah. This adult left me just like my imaginary friend did. Right. And then I found sports. The only place where I could truly be alone and happy. Speaking of alone. Yeah. Those batters were up there alone. Yeah, they were. Tell me about it. They were hitting home runs, hitting dingers. The home run derby. Uh, I've never watched a home run derby before, and I only half watched this one. But the home run derby, (laughs) they get six in this case, six of the MLB's most powerful hitters. Pretty sure it was eight. Eight of the MLB's most powerful hitters. Uh, <laughs> and they put them in a bracket, do a little tournament where they have to beat each other in the amount of home runs that they hit in each round. Uh, some hitters uh, were Alonzo. I only know their last names. Okay. Alonzo from the Mets, I want to say. Mancini from... Can you do me a favor? When you say um, their last name, can you make up a first name and we'll see how close you are? Oh, sure. Gerald Alonzo. Pete. Harold Mancini. Trey. Um, Carol Soto. (laughs) Carol Soto? Juan Soto. Um... You can do it. Leslie Otohe. Shohei Otani. Otani. Leslie Otani. Um, that's four. Yep. <laughs> can I do more? Um Trevor Story. Trevor Story. Um, I'm grasping at straws here. Matt Olson. Matt Olson. Um Jacob Freelander. Nope. Um, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm out. Okay. Um. Honestly, I'm gonna say that I I f- forgot who you've said already. Um. If I could go through them myself, who are we missing? Um. Um. We miss Salvador Perez. Yes. We miss Joey Gallo. Yep. And we met, we had met. Those are the two that we missed. We got the six. Well, they were eliminated in the first round anyway. Sure. So. so, it was cool, man. They were playing in Colorado, where there's they're at super high elevation. The air up there. The air up there. Am I right? So they're at super high elevation, meaning that when they hit those balls, those things fly. Mm-hmm. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the I'm imagining the rate of home runs that was hit this time around was a lot higher than normal. Um, I have not looked into numbers to see if that's true, but that was the expectation going in. And a uh, quick little uh, aside for people who don't know, uh, because of the high elevation when baseball is played in Colorado where the Rockies are um, home, and for my Hartford people, 
The uh, Hartford Yard Goats are the uh, affiliate of the Rockies. So when you see the guys play in Hartford, uh, hopefully one day they're hoping that they will go play in Colorado. Um, but the balls are stored in what's called like a humidor, I think is how they pronounce it. That's where I keep my cigars. Yeah, humidor. Uh, it might be a humid of something, but it's it. they keep um, the balls... I don't know what it really does to the balls, honestly, but it makes it so that um, they don't fly as far. Um, I, th- I think it kind of like neutralizes what the ballpark um, elevation does that other ballparks don't. Um, but for the home run derby, they were like, we're going to have fun and we're going to see the balls fly. So they didn't store the balls in the the humidor. And... Um, so they would, I think it was like they would average fly like 70 feet more than they normally would. Um, I don't know how they do that math, but that's what happened. And the, it was basically like, like they were playing with juiced balls. Yeah, that, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Huge. Huge hits. Uh, the big person that people were looking out for uh, was Shohei Otani. Yeah. Who is like the uh, most hittingest, playingest MLB player right now. He is the face of baseball right now. He can do it all. He pitches. Mm-hmm. He catches. He hits. He tap dances. He doesn't catch. For a catch. little extra. Yeah, for a little extra tap dance. Uh, he's not a catcher, but he will catch the ball when he plays in the outfield. Tell me more about the tap dancing. Um, He has a mean two-step mm-hmm. uh the weird thing is that he he just does like uh tiktok dances does he really yeah but with tap shoes on oh yeah uh so he calls it tap dancing but he's really just like doing and uh, he calls it tiktok tap tick tap tick tap tick tap uh yeah so he was the big guy that people were looking out for uh he was eliminated in the first round unfortunately but not after like a double overtime event where he tied with the guy in his bracket juan soto twice right so the format of home run derby is you get what two minutes three minutes i don't know the times but you get a certain amount of time to just hit as many balls as you can i think it's two and if you hit them a certain distance you unlock an extra minute yes so they did that he and juan soto they did it twice and they tied both times so then they went to this thing that's called a swing off where you get three total swings. So if the pitch is thrown to you, you can choose not to swing. You're just hoping to pick the the best uh, pitch so that you can hit a home run because you only get three swings. Juan Soto went first, three swings, three home runs. Shohei Otani after that, first swing, not a home run. That means he already loses. Yeah, so that was disappointing for any Shohei Otani fans. But, uh, I mean, good performance overall. Right, and they got to see him the next day, which was the All-Star game, where he was the starting pitcher and leadoff hitter. And this, people, is unheard of. This is like a the last person to really do this is, at a high level was Babe Ruth. So Yeah. Um, so that was the first round uh, of his bracket. Uh, I don't think there were many other highlights until you get to sort of the finals where it was just Alonzo against Mancini. I yeah. learned that Mancini... Uh, recovering or recovered cancer patient. Yeah, he, he stage, missed all last year. He had stage three cancer and came back and fucking hit a bunch of home runs, which is nuts. Yeah. And very, very cool. Alonzo, the defending champion, he won last year. Two years ago because they did not have it last year. Sure. He won the last home run uh, derby contest. Um, and uh, drum roll, please. He took it again this year. Uh, back to back. 
And home, he crushed every round. Home run derby winner. He was gifted a very gaudy chain by Ken Griffey Jr. Was it? Um, have you not seen it? It's like I, no, I saw the chain. I didn't know it was from Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. came out and handed him a trophy. I think he gave him the chain too. Yeah. Um, and it's like this big old diamond chain that spins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like something out of a rap music video. Of course. Um, but it's a, a baseball trophy. Like imagine if they were handing those out at a. Imagine the 2021 Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go, hey, America, you did so great at track. Here are your grills. <laughs> Gold grills for you, America. You know, actually, they did do that um, there, where they contemplated it. They're, they went to their there's video at the uh, trophy store uh, right in Japan where the uh, Olympic Committee was getting and deciding. Because, you know, at every Olympics, they're different like based on the region that you're in right um so this is what they were going over um in japan um we've got video of that if you want to play that oh yeah sure um okay so we've got a few variations here um i think that um i think that some of these could be really great um here here's one that i uh i put together uh uh, gold, silver, and bronze brass knuckles. They're Damn. gonna. They're, you always say brass. So. Damn, dude. Damn, you really gonna use these? Yeah. We gonna hand these out. If we give these out to the Olympic players as the commission leader, I can tell you right now that they're going to be fighting each other nonstop. You think? Yeah. The issue that the thing that we have to solve, right? We got to think like we are the Olympic athletes. Mm-hmm. What do they want? What do they want? They want to be young. They want to be hip. They want to be young. They want to be hip. They want to be virile. You always hear about how we stuff all of the most athletic and attractive people from all over the world into one big campground for yeah. the Olympics. And they just keep having Nipple sex rings. with each other. Nipple rings. Okay. We need gold, gold silver, silver, bronze, bronze nipple, nipple rings. rings. Okay. I got you. I, I have some. You have the, these ready. I have some in the back. Uh, because sometimes people come in, they want nipple rings. So I have uh, I have gold and silver. I'll have to get bronze. Mm. Um, what do you think? Um, These look really good i think that they're a little small like should i feel like when you win a a medal it should be big for people to see should we do but then i'm afraid like that it will sag the nipple yes that is a problem that a lot of we don't want to sag the nipple no i I believe that impedes their olympic performance if they if it's after this is after they're done it's after but what if they're coming back you're telling me usain bolt doesn't want to come back and defend his title i i don't know maybe if if they're olympic athletes they can overcome it this is true Okay, so you're saying that we should scrap the, the, the nipple idea. Okay, what what's next? What's another thing that we could do? Uh, athletes, athletes. So they love athletes. to work out, right? They love to work out. They love working out. They love playing sports. What do you need when you play sports? You need protection, right? You need to protect. An athletic cup? Your junk with an athletic cup. Okay. What about the females? Do they also get an athletic cup? They do. Everyone gets an athletic everyone cup. Everyone gets an athletic okay, cup. Okay, everyone gets an athletic cup. I I I have one. I know that you're shocked, but I have one. I why do you why do you prepare these? Well, okay. Well, this is from there is a very famous um man in Japan who stands in the uh most busy street of um Japan, Tokyo, and he 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 says, "Everyone, kick me in the nuts as hard as you can." 
because he says that he has the strongest nuts that there is. And um, we call him the human cup. And so that is a trophy that I made for him. He never picked it up. So it just is is here. What is your home life like? My home life? You have, are you, you're married, right? Yeah. And your wife, she's okay with... I she I'm dedicated to my craft and I I I am supporting the family and I want, I want people s- I want people to be able to come to me and be able to make the most different amazing trophies that they could ever imagine and if that includes me going a little off script every once in a while I get it nobody in the world can get kicked in the nuts more than this man I want I know I'm the Olympic commissioner yeah but I want so badly to just understand you and what happens with you and your family i don't know why you think this affects my family this is my job this is your job this is my job i spent hours back in my my area with all the the melding the welding um metals and ores that that i could ever want and i want to be different do you want me to just have like a businessman with a briefcase or like a a hetero I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Normative. Just heteronormative man just sitting there like looking like he just Just is hear buff. me out. Hear me out. I want something different. Hear me out. Yeah. All I'm saying is that the things that we've discussed, though granted they're my idea, are a little perverse. No, they're not. A little bit. No. And you have these at the ready in three different metals. I told you that I I told you about the cup, man. Okay, let's test this. I was thinking maybe people aren't having enough sex, so they need marital aids. They need dildos. Well, we happen to have some See, very that's, wealthy... See, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we just have some wealthy freaks in the area, and I'm the metal... I'm the person who has all the ores that can shape them and whatever. I have so many molds because I make my own molds. No one... No, uh, no other tro- trophy place in this country makes Lars, their own Lars, mold. was it? Yeah. This is fucked up, man. I'm Lars from Japan. <laughs> This is fucked up. What? No, it's not. <laughs> I. They just. Those aren't even mine. I bought. I built. I made them for a wealthy freak that lives down the road. <laughs> a wealthy. Freak. A wealthy freak. Aren't I can't. They all? I can't use names, so I'm gonna say a wealthy freak that lives down the road. They're gonna come those pick them up. Down the road from you. Down the road from the shop. I don't know exactly where they live. I'm sure it's somewhere close because why else would they use me and not a uh, cookie over I, in the I bet it was west hit. side. Does, just tell me, does it rhyme with Schmideo Mojima? <laughs> uh, it, might, it might rhyme with Ceylon Pusk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. Um, it's not all like ask for something that's that's I like ask for something else. I don't have everything. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, something something totally fucked up. Something really or good. something not. I got I got everything, man. Oh, okay, you're right, you're right. Um, how about uh they need they're gonna need to explore maybe they explore the arts. They're yeah. doing all this stuff. Maybe you get them the gold, silver, bronze guitars. Fresh out of guitars. Yeah. Okay, the normal thing. But yeah. what if I said um. People are going to want to steal these things from them, so why don't we make them a gun? Oh, no, I don't have a license to carry. But what if? What if it was a penis that looks like it has a gun fold in You're it? You're fired. Oh. That's where the video cut out. That was weird. Um, I wanted to see where that went. 
Yeah, I, I, I guess they uh, wanted to keep it a surprise. I'm sure it was one of those options that they're going to be using for... Well, I think what happened, this is, this is just my insider knowledge, I think what happened is the next place they went with that, even though there was that firing, um, that Lars was able to win his job back with what the next Olympic medal was. And we'll have to wait. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see when the first medals are given out, what they decided on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'll be watching for sure. Uh, the first Olympic game to see what what Lars came up with. Right. Who knows? Who knows what Lars came up with? Um. Anyway, that's the home run derby. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was cool. It's cool. It's one of my favorite events. Um. I I just learned recently that uh this home run derby was like the closest um home run derby to getting the same the ratings as the same ratings or as good of ratings as the actual All Star game. Um, cause I think there's a lot of young, fun stars that are, uh, hitting in home run derbies this, these days. And, and I think the young audiences are drawn to it and, and hopefully it's a growing event and that gives it room to grow. And I think it's a fun time. I thought so too. Anyways. Do you want to talk about some anime? Yeah. Uh, you, you always ask me if I want to, and I only have a yes or no, um, like answer but like internally i always want to say something else because i i feel the need to to diversify my portfolio so i don't know i don't know if you can pitch that to me another way um why don't we get into some anime that's all yeah say it to me in another way like not as a question yeah yeah yeah. um like we're going maybe even metaphors give it to me in a metaphor Or a simile? Yeah. Uh, anime, to me, is like breathing air. Um, the and air reminds me of the moon. Right. The moon cre- creates the tides. And the tides are what sailors float on. We're talking about Sailor Moon, you We're y'all. talking about Sailor Moon, people. Hey. Dap it up. Hey. What's up, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody saw that handshake we just did, but it was sick. <laughs> Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. You took it upon yourself to... I did. Okay. So this is... You want to know the background? So basically what happened was um, we had not yet discussed what anime I would do. And I was like, let me get ahead of this. And I and I just Googled top animes. And most of them I have watched already. At least an episode or two. Um, and so I, I've been doing my fucking job. <laughs> Give me my respect. Put some respect on my goddamn name. Yeah, you you got to it. Um, but Sailor Moon was one that was on the list, and and I haven't actually watched, but I did have the background knowledge because I was like, oh yeah, I remember like when I was a kid, like people watched Sailor Moon. Like I I have a general idea of what they look like, a general idea of what it's about. And you know what? I played it and I watched it and I was like, wow, I don't know if I've ever watched this before, ever. <laughs> were the images uh, familiar to you? Like the the girls were, were familiar. And that the, girl the with, the, art. with the super long uh, pigtails? Yes. No. Yeah, I guess she does have pigtails. Um, yeah. But like in terms of like storyline and stuff, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I'll be honest. I I haven't watched it since I was a kid. I don't know if I remember the plots of Sailor Moon. And then like the, the theme song went, and I was like, definitely have no idea. It's really? like it's like fighting a... evil by moonlight. It was not in English. You watched it in Japanese? 
the the episode was not in Japanese, but the song was in. Oh, it has a very iconic like. Hold on. The theme song. Stall while I try to pull this up. Um, it's interesting that you picked Sailor Moon because it was one of the most popular series when I was a kid. Like you were either a Dragon Ball Z boy. And anime was gendered back then. It's well, not that's kind of one of the reasons why we skipped it, because I was like, oh, I kind of have an idea of what this is, but I was wrong. Why we skipped it when? I mean, not skipped it, but like it was, that was one of the reasons I think that we didn't initially, because we've talked in the past of being like, maybe I'd watch Sailor Moon. Yeah, I mean, it's always been on the list. I don't think we ever sk- actively were like, this isn't good enough for the show. I just think other stuff came up. But Sailor Moon definitely has always been on the list as something to watch. Um, but yeah, as a kid, it was always like, you're either a Dragon Ball Z kid or a Sailor Moon kid. They were sort of like opposing series because they're pretty genre wise. They're pretty different. Like Dragon Ball Z is very like yelly and action heavy. And I think Sailor Moon is more nuanced. It has a romance aspect to it. I don't know how deep they get into it. Oh, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up so we can listen to it. Cause when I was listening to it, I was like, I guess this is Japanese, but to me, it sounds very French. And let's see. Are you going to do it? French, the language of love. Fitting for Sailor Moon, I think. Because it's so lovey. At this point, I think she's going to... I don't even think this is it. I think for some reason she's... Oh, this is it. Does this sound familiar? Yeah, I was just singing the lyrics for that. In love by daylight. But listen, I swear that I'm speaking English. running for a real fight. She is the one named Sailor Moon. That's Japanese. You gotta hear the English version of it. It's a very, like, French version of Japanese. I don't think so, but I, uh, like, I get it. Anyway, so when you said that was in English, I was like, wait, was I just losing it earlier? Right. that was not in English. Um, I feel like we've got to do this. I'm sorry. I know we're playing a lot of videos and it's not that interesting, but... It's not videos, it's audios. I could, but you know what I mean. Well, now... Here we go again. Let's see if it sounds French. It's a little more aggressive. Ah. This, this is a bop. And I feel like thematically, it's good. So, why does Hulu have the Japanese version? Oh, I don't know. That's probably like the legit opening. Some people probably like that better. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, because it's, it's dubbed. Like, right. When I watched it, they're speaking English. Anyways, uh, that is, I, I'm, I'm pro that. Um, pro that song. She'll never turn it back on her friends. I feel like you hear that and you go, I want to be friends with Sailor when I watch that show. Um, I have a question for you. Maybe you remember this or maybe not. Um, I'm skipping over plot real quick to ask this question. Um, I guess I'll go a little bit behind the plot. So she finds this cat. Is that a, is that a, does that cat stick around? It's Luna? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe that cat is a, a big character for a Yeah, I mean, the cat's, like, magical. The cat's the one. The cat uh, was like, I've been looking for you. I think her name is, like, Umagi or something like that. Um, I think Umagi means moon or something in Japanese. Does it? I think so. Okay. It sounds familiar. Yeah, because I remember I, keep, I kept thinking Unagi, which is 
eel, but it wasn't. It was like umagi or something like that. Um, and the cat, the cat was like, "I've been looking for you," and all of a sudden there was like an evil presence, and um, the cat was like, "I need you to say these five things," and I'm making up um, four of these words, but it was like um, heart, wind, earth, makeup, sailor. It was like one of them was makeup, and yeah, I want to sh- know. The show is geared towards girls. <laughs> so, like before she transforms, she has to say makeup and like other girly things to turn herself into ch- to to Sailor Moon. That is that correct? Yeah, I'm, um, if you're if that's what you're telling me, I believe you. Yeah. Um, I know that the uh, the original pitch for Sailor Moon was a lot worse. That what does was, that mean? That was punched up to be better because the they were trying to write it for girls, but almost in like an offensive way. Where they were just like saying, being overtly feminine and like sort of disregarding the rest of the plot of the show. Okay. Um, example being, do you mind if I just play a, a clip from the original? Yeah, sure. The original script? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, this is from the scene that you just described. Yeah. Um, but this is the original script. Of okay. Gotcha. Um, go ahead and play it. So you want me to say those five words and then something magical happened to me? Okay. Makeup, tampons, boyfriends, curly, curly hair, my vagina. I mean, like, fucked up, right? (laughs) Yeah, that was, you know, uh, in terms of feminism, those are the five words. Um, it, the but five it, words of feminism. It just felt like it was written by uh, a, a man. A, a man in his late twenties. Yeah. Do you remember that story? Uh, I always think of this story about how um, uh, NASA sent a woman up into space, and they gave her way too many. And, the, <laughs> and they gave her like <laughs> like three thousand tampons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was only up there for like a month or something. <laughs> NASA was like, I don't know how many tampons this girl needs. Yeah, they were like, you want us to design a rocket to space? Sure. You want us to, you want us to tell you how the female anatomy works? <laughs> no, thank so, you. So that those NASA uh, engineers are the the same people I think that wrote the script for um, Sailor Moon. Yeah, that's so probably it. That's uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Sorry to take away. I really want to hear your thoughts on yeah. the show. I feel like we've been building up to it. You know, it's all good. Um, so yeah, Sailor Moon, um, the cat comes. Uh, we'll start with the plot. There's this girl who sleeps a lot. She always oversleeps every time. I've seen two episodes and the exact same thing happens every time. And I assume because I've seen two that this happens in every single one. Her alarm goes off for school. She oversleeps it. She wakes up like too late and then she goes mom why didn't you wake me up or whoever i think the cat might have been there later i don't know somebody else was there the second time was like why didn't you wake me up and they were like we tried ha ha and then she gets to school and she's in trouble she's always failing i don't know what that's supposed to be telling us that this girl is failing in school and is always late but she kicks ass um how does she so she gets her powers from so yeah the first episode she's going to school and she sees these kids picking on a cat and she like chases them away and like sees the cat and the cat has a band-aid on its head covering up this thing and she takes the band-aid off and it's a bald spot but it's in the shape of a moon and she's like that's weird but she has other things to do so eventually the cat comes back and finds her and it was like starts talking to her and she's like what the heck and she's like no i'm a i'm a magical cat or like something like that and I've been looking for you. 
And like without much explanation at all, some evil thing happens and the cat's like, there's an evil presence. You have to go fight it. And the cat is like talking her through this thing. Um, part of the transformation, this is Sailor Moon. Uh, the out of, And in the two episodes that I've watched, she's the only one. I know that eventually other people. There are other Sailor Scouts. Well, there's like Sailor, I want to say V. Sailor V. Probably for Venus. Ah, that might be. So, like, that's a girl who's, like, off fighting, and they're, like, she, there's, like, there's a girl that fights in our city, and she has an, a video game after her and stuff, but, like, there's no connection yet. Um, so when Sailor Moon transforms, she gets these, like, little bear ears, which, like, allow her to hear danger. Um, yeah, she dresses, and she transforms... Uh, do they do the big transformation mm-hmm. bit? Yeah. So this is like a genre in and of itself for anime. Yeah. Like magical girl transformation anime. Yes, this is magical girl transformation. So when she transforms, they do a whole thing where like her body silhouette becomes all glittery. Yeah, and, and she's like a very straight like, like. Uh, yeah, she's, she's in a she's very like flushed. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine like a fairy floating like in the sky, kind of. She's in a pose like that, floating. Her her whole body becomes like a silhouette mm-hmm. that's glittery and shiny and then body part by body part she changes into her iconic like sailor scout outfit which she is like, has her crown it's like a crown the little she was wearing this little gem thing on her little sailor outfit yeah and like the big bow on the front she's in her little like a sailor school uniform imagine but like mm-hmm. frilled up uh big stockings and stuff and that's that's like super iconic so i just want to take a second to like identify that like if you see if you recognize that i'm in glad anime, you said that because i i was watching it and didn't even like occur to me that it was magical girl yeah. transformation but and that, yes. that's just like a thing that like if you had that in your mind as a pop culture reference for anime i'm sure you will see that right in other places so. yeah so she did a magical girl transformation and, and in both episodes there was a different villain kind of like a side villain it seems um I, it seems to me in both instances there was kind of like a pretty boy villain um, I'm pretty sure his name was J-Date. Um, I think he uh, connects Jewish people on online dating. <laughs> uh, that's I'm I'm pretty sure that's his name, for real. J-Date. It, it's like J-Date, it, or at least it's pronounced something like J-Date. And his J-date. sidekick, Christian Mingle. <laughs> yeah, and the, the other henchmen, oh, farmers only. <laughs> um, but J-Date is, uh, I think, at this moment, like a villain who seems to be controlling everyone else around him. Um, so she fights some pretty cool things. Um, there are some like cute ish boys around her. I guess one of the boys that goes to her school has a crush on her and his eyes are always like little hypnotized eyes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is he a kid with like black hair? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I think he becomes important later. Does he? Yeah. There, well, there's a character. All I remember, and I don't know much about this show. Uh, all I remember is there was a character, a love interest. Uh, he was another like fighter, though, like another super-powered guy, I think. His name was Tuxedo Mask. Oh, well, I no, I think th- they might be this... No, I think they're two different people, because Tuxedo Mask, who has, has showed up in both. Um, thank so you, dreamy. Thank you for just like saying the name that it is. Um, it is a man in a tuxedo and a mask. They call him Tuxedo Mask. He's so dreamy. Um, he doesn't look like the... the schoolmate so maybe he looks different when he puts on his outfit or something but the schoolmate does not look like okay. tuxedo mask normally and there's also another guy that she's into who's like a blonde guy okay maybe that's him i don't know but tuxedo mask is there so far it hasn't really been romantic there's also another 
oh, you know what? That's probably who it is. There's another guy that she runs into like once or twice who's kind of like an asshole. And uh, I don't know. A lot of times she like drops things on him and he calls her like bunhead. He's like, hey, bunhead, <laughs> get out of here. He's nagging her. He's nagging her. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's it. And now I guess I have to keep watching to find out which one of these guys is Tuxedo Mask. Until the show gets you. <laughs> she has all these love interests. Which one will it be? Which one's Tuxedo Mask? So do you like the show? Um, yeah, I think overall it was it was a good watch. Um, I thought the the episode by episode villains were fun. The first one was a witch who was selling gems to people and then when they had the gems she could like steal their energy um the second one was a um like a palm reader or a tarot reader um who had come in and like read people's fortunes which i guess was pretty common because they were like yeah everyone went to go read their fortune and um whoever got their fortune read like started acting weird and like possessed and i think that one uh kid in school kid who is has a crush on her at one point like pulled somebody's skirt up um i don't know what was going Classic. on i was i was doing something else at the same time so i didn't know it wasn't i don't know he was he felt really bad about it later oh he did it by accident um or he was well, he controlled? was he was being he was being possessed and i i don't know when the they were possessed they all just, the time too <laughs> yeah i know um he was being possessed and i don't know something it was something about it where they were um like just being cool and doing what like talking back to teachers and everything like doing whatever they wanted anyway sailor moon in both times sailor moon god i wish i remembered the phrase that she did but she takes off her crown and the cat's like sling it at the person and say I can't I can't remember what it was. Sling out the person and say, um, tampon, um, <laughs> tampon. Uh, you must have period you, yeah, ovaries. You, you must have found the clip for the uh, yeah. The, I guess the previous you script. know the Japanese. I was listening to the one with the Japanese yeah, opening, yeah, yeah. so maybe that's maybe that's it before the rewrite. Mm -hmm. Before the rewrite. Um, but yeah, I thought that you know that that opening is a banger. Um, the episode by episode is kind of like a similar format that I'm used to. I always like to joke with you and, and say like totally spies. Cause, uh, that's the extent I always think totally spies is an anime, even though it's not. Um, but this is kind of a totally spies format. And then there's like one villain per episode, even if it is like strung into a bigger plot overall. Sure. Eventually. Right. Um, so I like that. Um, I don't know how much there is. Do, do people like? Are people really into the manga? Is this is this a thing where people no, read I, this, that? This is the kind of thing where, as a kid, a lot of people just watch the cartoon. Like all my friends watched the cartoon. Right, it was like on when you came home from school. Right, kind of thing. yeah. This is before any of us even. Where really did knew. this air? Toonami. It was it cartoon, Toonami. Cartoon Network had a, a block of anime specific uh, shows. What else was on that? Do you remember? Toonami. Uh, <laughs> Toonami had, I said Toonami like it was a show. Toonami <laughs> had uh, Sailor Moon. Uh, Dragon Ball Z was the big one for me. Okay, yes, I remember that. Uh, they played a show. Uh, I can just go on listing shows that I remember. IGPX, uh, Outlaw Star, I'm pretty sure it was on I don't there. remember any of these besides Dragon Ball Z and, and Sailor the, Moon. I don't think we've ever talked about any of the other ones. Um, they had a bunch of stuff. But like, if I was watching it, I feel like I would have known one. Oh, yeah, no, th those are pretty deep cuts. IGPX, I think, was a super deep cut. 
Um, Yu Yu Hakusho was on there, I believe. I'm just looking at my bookshelf to see what anime <laughs> DVDs I have. Oh, you know what? We haven't watched Yu Yu Hakusho yet. No, I know. It's, we're not ignoring these shows. They just haven't. We haven't found the right time for them. But I, I still intend to, to show that to you. It's a okay. great show. Cool. Um, any, any closing thoughts on Sailor Moon? Um, getting a real French vibe from it. Do you think you'll watch more? Um, of your own volition. I, I don't know if I'll ask you to watch it again. Yeah, I, I gotta find out who this mask. So you, is. you really think you'll sit down and watch another episode? Maybe I don't know. I'm such I'm so busy these days. Right. I haven't even watched Space Jam yet. So the top of your priority list. Oh, you know what? I assumed, and I know that you're already gonna want this. So um, I made a list. I forgot of um, what anyone would ask for when you watch Sailor Moon is a uh, top cats. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot. Yeah, I can't believe you haven't asked me. Um, okay, so my my list of top cats, we're going to start with number five. And number five is Sassy from Homeward Bound. Okay, great. Voiced by the great Sally Field, Sassy was just that. Wow. A sassy cat running around the woods. Or if you're watching uh, uh, Lost in San Francisco, in San Francisco, uh, she's lost with two dogs, Chance and Shadow. But that doesn't stop her from being a big old sassy puss. I think so. five for sassy is a great spot. Five for sassy. Number four. And maybe sassy could give this one, uh, a cat, this cat a run for its money. But the number four is MC Scat Cat. You might have known MC Scat Cat from his duet with the great Paula Abdul. Two steps forward and one step back. Because I... Yeah, I a dumb thing, a dumb aside about that song. I only know that song because it was in a Family Guy sketch. Yeah. Um, but the chorus is Peter Griffin sing singing, and I'm dressed like a cat instead of the opposite <laughs> track. And I, I, that's the first time I've ever heard the real lyrics of that song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, the cat in that music video is called MC Scat Cat. Nice. And uh, that is my number four cat. Wow, beat out Sassy. What an upset. You know, I should switch them because I have more of an emotional attachment to Sassy. So I switched them. Okay. I switched them right now. MC Scat Cat number five, Sassy number four. Yep. Um, Cat number three, Mr. Bigglesworth. The great naked cat that belonged to Dr. Evil. <laughs> 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 Mr. Bigglesworth definitely sounds like a character in an Adam Sandler movie, which is why I was like, You're like what is this? <laughs> is this but as Mr. someone Deeds? who's seen Austin Powers many times, and I mean, Mr. You, Bigglesworth. Yeah, Mr. Bigglesworth, you know, he had that. You know, when you are a pet owner, you want a pet that's going to represent everything that you want to represent. And Mr. Bigglesworth was ugly, mean, and ready to blast off in a penis-shaped rocket. Yeah. What I love about Mr. Bigglesworth is that he really embodied that, like, owners and pets look alike after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Because they really did look exactly the same. They do. They were, like, the same tone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good Good on you, Mike Myers, I guess. Um, so, Mr. Bigglesworth, number three. Number two. Now, this is where we're getting in the weeds, nitty-gritty. Um, number two, Puss in Boots. Great. Great. Great choice. Voiced by the great Antonio Banderas. Uh-huh. Uh, um, has swordsman skills. Cute as a button. Yeah. Remember that time where he wanted to go on that journey with Shrek and Donkey and he was like, please. And he opened up his eyes. Yeah. Like that. Cute. But will assassinate you if paid enough. 
I agree. And, you know, gets hairballs at wrong times. But otherwise, great cat. And quite the singer. That's true. Living la vida loca. Um, Okay. And now for my controversial number one cat. I just got to say. Yeah. Because I'm worried about who you picked for number one. Uh, We have to have some honorable mentions really quick. We do. Honestly, I do have a section that says honorable mentions. You got to get to them before number one. Okay. Uh, My honorable mentions, Luna from Sailor Sailor Moon. Moon. Garfield. Boo. Garfield. Who cares about Garfield? That's what I'm saying. Why is he on the list at all? He doesn't need to be an honorable because mention. he's a he's a legend. He's like it's like a uh, Dean Martin or like Sinatra. You have he you don't really care about him anymore. But that's you not have true. I care him. about those guys. Garfield can go choke on a lasagna and fucking die. Okay, L- Garfield's not that bad. Okay. Um. And uh, cool. the one the one that I have absolutely not an honorable mention is what I put is uh, Salem the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He's number one. No, he's not an honorable mention like and he's not on the list wow you don't like him but he's you... a grumpy bitch wow but garfield's okay garfield's depressed okay my i'm not holding that against him my honorable mentions because okay. i'm worried you're not going to say them oliver. what if you do oh oliver's a cutie um oliver does get an oliver an, an, an oliver mention <laughs> top, oh. top cat What's or tomcat top? Uh, from Tom and Jerry? No, the from the show. Top, I think it's Top Cat. What are you talking about? He wore a vest and a top hat. He hung out in, a, in an alleyway with all his dumpster friends. He was like uh, a yellow cat with a purple vest. It's the Hanna Barbera cartoon. No, nah, I never saw it. Okay, forget that. Um, my last one, which I just had and I'm, I lost, uh, was oh, the the at the alley cat from Aristocats. Oh, his name is, I think his name's Tom. Okay. that Those are my top three. If you, um, I'm assuming. How dare you put him there and not Lady or or Toulouse or <laughs> any of the other cats? Ooh, Toulouse. Winky, dinky, dinky. Um, go ahead. What's your number one? Side note. One of my favorite videos ever is uh the the video of those little cats uh playing the piano playing to piano to lizzo's <laughs> why man great till they gotta be yeah. great if you uh, at home want to see a great video just look up uh aristocats lizzo. lizzo and it's it's fantastic um okay my number one cat we haven't named it uh you probably revisit this cat every october and uh this cat is Thackeray Binks from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> that cat will save you th- through some scary stuff. It's a sweet cat. Maybe he'll die in the afterlife and leave you forever. But the times you share will be great. Thackeray Binks, the cat, number one. Solid, solid list. I knew you were going to ask me, so you're welcome for me having that. Thank you for reminding me. I almost went the whole show without bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, I know. I know. You're welcome. Um, so, um, that reminds me, Thackeray Binks, um, Thackeray Binks once gets run over and he's deflated and then he inflates himself. Another thing that gets inflated is a basketball. We're in the middle of the NBA finals and I think I smell some smoke cause uh, here comes our man. What's going on? It's the road. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, you sound evil today, Rose. I just am happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. 
talking about the basketball sport with my good friend Cassandra. Yeah, and my not as good friend Joswell. That's why we banish him to the corner while I sit here. He's and not talk allowed to be. He's also hates cigarettes. That's true. Me on the other hand, very cool. I'm very cool. <laughs> Outrageously cool. You show I you show up next to me and I'm wearing sunglasses. It's it's crazy. She uh, is a big hit at pizza parties and rides a skateboard almost everywhere. Yeah. So Sometimes gonna... I slip, but when I do, I put my arms out like a jazz thing, and people think I do it on, did it on purpose. That's a great tip. I'm going to steal that if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. I'm no take problem. That. I'm here to talk about the NBA Finals, baby. Yeah. The Bucks are playing the Suns, and it is nuts right now. The Tampa Bay Bucks? No, the Milwaukee Bucks, baby. Oh, cool. The Connecticut Sun? No, it's the Phoenix Suns, baby. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on. I'm just going to rapid fire through what's going on. Right Let's now. hit it. Right now, it is a 3-2 series to the Bucks. Bucks have won three games so far. The Suns have only won two. So the Bucks are one game away from taking the whole finals. And that's a, that's like a flip because the Suns were up 2 nothing and they won those games big. And the Suns were favored to win at the beginning of this. If you talk to anyone, including myself, man, if you caught me smoking a cigarette outside and said, Hey, Roach. Hey, this is what you sound like, actually. Hey, Roach. Hey, Roach. What do you think's going to win the finals? And I would say, shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What would you say? That's really rude. Roach, Roach, why would you say that, man? That's a kid. Roach, a kid went up to you and asked you that. Why did you say that? It's because I hadn't started smoking my cigarette yet. Oh, so you I were get cranky. You yeah, were cranky. Yeah, I got cranky without my nicotine hit. But then I took a drag and I went, kid, I'm sorry. Here's a lollipop that I carry with me. I want to apologize and let you know that I think the Suns are going to win. Why do you carry lollipops? Because I yell at a lot of kids. <laughs> Shut up, bitch, to a lot of kids. I yell at a lot of kids. Okay. Uh, but I tell them, I thought the Suns were going to win for the start, man. But part of that, though, I'm going to bring up is that coming into the series, Giannis was hurt, and we didn't know how hurt he was going to be or how much he was going to be able to play. It's true. But also, the Suns, uh, you know, just have more star power, I think. But it seems that the Bucks are kind of showing themselves to have a deep roster as well yeah chris paul's kind of faded right chris paul and devin booker were really like you know the go-to guys going into the playoffs uh and devin they, booker's done well um no i'm not i'm not saying that they faded i'm just saying that they were the stars of the okay, teams. okay i see what you're saying um so you know if you look at the roster you would see them and go well you know those two guys can carry a team to the to the finals for sure yeah and win a championship but now we're in it and I mean, they've all been close games, but the the Bucks are sort of just sweeping sweeping in and taking games from the Suns. They won a game at in, in Arizona, yeah, uh, and took one from them, which I think is a bad sign for the Suns right now. Okay, um, yeah, and there's some big plays from from the last two matches. There were some big plays both on the side of the Bucks. Yeah. Giannis in Game Four with a two point deficit uh, with the Suns in the lead uh, had a crazy big block and blocks uh one of the sun's players from going to the hoop for an alley-oop keeping their two-point uh they had a two-point lead excuse me the, yeah. the bucks had a two-point lead it was big because there was like a minute and a half right. left and it really shifted the momentum i you know I, I would credit that play to sort of being what uh what cemented their win yeah um and then in the in game five just uh just the other night the big play was 
Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Got the steal and then yes. did the alley-oop to Giannis. Yeah. That was cool. That was like 30 seconds left or something like yeah. that. So they're know. they're coming in clutch, man. Uh, I'm worried. I, I want to see Chris Paul win a, win a championship. He deserves it. But the Bucks are showing up. Yeah. And, and they, you, you've got some real personal relationships with these players, right? Like, so, like that, what's your inside, your inside scoop? Well, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a big sports personality. I talk to these people all the time, so I I've gotten to chat with uh, many of these players individually. Yeah, which one which one do you think is gonna reveal the most information that we need to know? I think Giannis has a lot to say. Okay. Um, Giannis, uh, you know, star player for the Bucks. He's really been doing a lot, and he his mentality is there. He's in he's in the right headspace. He understands his role for the team, and I think it's what's gonna. Just gonna push him through. Yeah, and did you hear um the other day in game four he like left for a bit and they asked him where he, he went and he said, I went to do uh what do you call it? A tinkle? I went to I went to take a tinkle. I did not hear that. Yeah, that was fun. I did not hear that. He told me he took a, a man's piss. Oh wow. The way that the way that Giannis speaks behind behind closed doors we have a different relationship than what the media has it's because you you give him those (laughs) you tell his kid to fuck off (laughs) and then you give him a you give him a hardcore cigarette and Giannis becomes a different person you're not my friend unless i've told i've called your kid a bitch (laughs) we're not we're not friends Uh, yeah well just real quick did we did we want to play something that Giannis was gonna sure sure why don't we i talked to him right after game five to see what he thought he needed to do to take to take the series at game six hello Giannis Giannis. Roj my man it was very nice to see you it's good to see you too my guy how's the boy oh my still scared of me yeah my 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 baby you mean the baby that was just born months ago yes yes how is he yeah yeah very afraid of you cannot be around you I I, okay one day soon he once he's good for lollipop send him my way yeah yeah bro uh yeah, let me have one of those cigarettes right yes. smoke them if you got them right smoke them if you got them <laughs> Giannis, you got to tell me what you think you need to do next game to solidify the series well we just gotta we just got to you know uh we gotta stick our our feet on their throat and just slit it like a oh and like I'm- a Back alley robbery. And I'm glad you're talking to, to me. You're, yeah. You're talking to me, you know, the way that you don't talk to the media. You mm. you lighten it up for the media. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but when I'm back in a dark alley with you, Roge, and I'm lighting up uh, one of these cigarettes that I've never seen in a store before, um, it's it just does something to me, and now I am just going to fucking tell it like it is. Giannis, yeah. Giannis, you're off the chain, mm-hmm. my guy. Hold on, I've got to take a piss. Ooh, he's just taking a piss. <laughs> okay, now ask me anything you need. Okay, Giannis, I want to uh, pick out a quote that I heard you say uh, after game four the other day. Yes. Where you said that you believe that teamwork 
is everything, and you will uh, use your teamwork to break apart the defenses of the Suns. I won't only use my teamwork to pick apart the Suns. I will obliterate the Sun and bring the end to the universe as we know it, as it engulfs all the planets in the universe in the Milky Way. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, it will only be me and the trophy and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, and it will only be us, and maybe I'll let Budenholzer stay, but maybe I won't. And everyone who says I stayed here for the money is true, but I will have a championship and no one can tell me otherwise. Oh and God. I Yadis. won't play for anyone else Yadis. except for the Bucks. Yes. Oh. I'm sweating. I'm sorry. That was that was just really intense. Yes. I'm not used to talk I'm not used to you talking like that. Oh sorry. Even I, even when you when you break got, it down with me, that was that was on another level. I got, I got carried away, Roger. I'm sorry. It's okay, man. It's okay. I've only got one more question for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that that player on your team who wears who has the goatee and uh, the headband? The goatee and the head. Oh, Bobby Portis. Yeah, you mean. Bobby Portis. What's up? Why does that guy look like a like a guy like a cop undercover? Oh, because he is. Bobby Portis is a cop undercover. You can't tell anyone, but he's trying to get a sting where he catches Devin Booker and all of his ladies and baby mamas and his child support payment. Oh, he's trying to serve favors to he's Devin trying Booker. To, he, try, he did it. <laughs> He did it in game four, and Devin Booker thought he was kidding, and so he never signed the paperwork, and officially Bobby Porter can't give him the papers unless he signs for the paperwork, so he keeps trying. He says, Devin Booker, sign this, and he says, no, bitch, we're in the middle of a game. <laughs> he sounds like me with a small child. Yeah, he sounds like that, except he doesn't get a lollipop because Bobby Portis is mean. <laughs> So we'll we'll definitely we're definitely gonna follow up on that later. Okay. I, I need to know if Devin Booker gets served his papers by Bobby Portis. We'll find out, but I gotta go, bitch. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's my thing. No lollipops. He's out. All right. I'm just me by myself. I might as well smoke a cigarette. Well, thanks, thanks, Roach. Thanks for that inside. And you know, we don't always get the to hear from Giannis in the way that you get him to talk. So, right. uh, thanks for that. Uh, will the the series could end tomorrow, or it could end in a few days? But probably by the next time we talk, this we will know who an NBA champion is. And I'll be here to report that news for you. Well, thanks so much, Roach. No problem. Joe Swell, get your little butt back in here. Yeah, punk. I'm leaving. <laughs> Don't be mean to him. He was quoting me when he got, when he did that quote about who the guy who asked him a question. Yeah. No, it's me. It wasn't a kid. I was scared to talk to him. <laughs> it wasn't the your your voice was so high pitched. He was re he really intimidates me. Yeah. When I get nervous, that's what I sound like. Okay. If you walked into the room right. Oh, walked out the room right now this is what i sound like he's just standing in the doorway <laughs> get out of here roach well wow what a what a comeback huh for us yeah what a comeback don't call it a comeback big first episode back after our two weeks of being on vacation and then just being too disorganized to get another episode out the second week yeah but we're here you were here and you know what we'd, we'd like to bring you a little insight on our vacation yeah um I mean, we went to a beautiful beach. Um, it was, you know, around Fourth of July, and there there were fireworks everywhere. You know how how like 
when it's Fourth of July or a uh, holiday with fireworks, how people are just shooting off fireworks all the time. Right. So we went to the beach to watch the fireworks, and up in the sky, lit up in fireworks, it said "Coach Me" at Coach Me Sensei on Twitter, and yeah. Coach Me Sen- uh, Sensei podcast on Facebook. I remember leaning over to Cassandra and saying, "Did you pay for that?" And I said, "No." Oh wow, free advertisement! I it must have been a gift. Um, we would have given you our email address, but no one wants to talk to us there. Um, but if you did, it would say Coach Me Sensei at Gmail dot com. That's right. And if you are Bobby Portis, don't serve us any papers. Please, no. I remember we were taking a walk, too, on the beach. And as we walked along the beach, uh, someone had been written in the sand, just like Facebook.com slash Coach Me Sensei Pod, which I thought was unique. There's like a really big fan who lives in uh, in the beach town of Rhode Island. Right. So, And then one time, so we went, they had this really nice ice cream shop there. And I was like, sure, I want some sherbet. Give me the uh, rainbow sherbet. And um, which is not ice. Is it ice cream? Would you consider it ice cream? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I got it and I got my ice cream. And when I looked at it, uh, it was like all red and juicy. And it said, push here. And I was like, this is weird. Is it stuck? Is my ice cream inside this shell? And you were like, you know what you have to do. And I was like, do it with me, please. We're on vacation. And you said, okay. And so uh, together, we just like put out our hands and we went three, three two, two, one. one. Ah. Ah.